on, Wolfpack Nation? Welcome back to another show here, an episode here with Tuffy Talk. We're so glad you guys uh, found this video here in our channel and uh, have chosen to check us out here. But we've got a special guest today, guys. We've uh, this Dave Dorrance been building a really strong recruiting class here for the 2023 team. Man, the big one of the biggest gets I feel like we've had, honestly, here is uh, the number one. My understanding is the number <laughs> one safety. Guy coming out of uh, JUCO, man. We got Bishop Fitzgerald here, man. A huge That's pickup cool. for NC State. And uh, uh, Bishop, it's really uh, exciting to have you here, man. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, so first off, I guess right off the bat, how does it feel to be committed to your, you know, NC State, your college? Um, it's honestly like relief off my shoulders, you know, and, and I'm real excited to go. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. So Bishop, uh, for those who don't know, he, uh, he, again, I mentioned earlier, he is from Woodbridge, Virginia. Uh, is that called? right? Yeah. That's right. Woodbridge, Woodbridge right? Yeah. Make sure I got you. Yeah. You're up there in yeah. Greg's neck yeah, of the woods right exactly. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're neighbors. Yeah. Uh, um, and then, uh, but he's playing right now at Coffeeville Community College. Um, or, or I think is it, is it community college? Is, yeah. it? is it CC? Yeah. 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 Coffeeville. And, uh, Man, he's uh put up uh, some uh, some big stats Impressive. here, and I'll, and I'll uh, read that. He's got 50 tackles, eight PB uh, pass breakups, six interceptions, uh, two fumble recoveries. Uh, it led him to be basically um, an All American uh, as a defensive back. And so, I guess um, Bishop, you know, what is it like playing at Coffeeville? What has that experience been like for you? What led you there? And mm -hmm. start with that. So, I mean, out of high school, I kind of I, – I was really a quarterback, to be honest. That was kind of my main position, a quarterback. And yeah. uh, coming out, I didn't really have nothing to go to, like no colleges. I could have went to Lackawanna to play quarterback, but I didn't yeah. really think I was going to get, you know, no Division ones as a quarterback. So I yeah. took took the Juco route up here. And uh, this season, you know, it was one of the more stacked seasons competition-wise. We had a lot, of, a lot of D1 players, but, you know, I feel like, you know, I just had a good season. Good defensive yeah, scheme so, around me. Well, I'll, I'll ask this question right here and I'll let you go. But, like, what – you said quarterback. Mm -hmm. So, what led you to the transition to DB? How did that happen? Uh, So, I kind of sat down with my high school coaches and was like – they was just, like, being real, you know, like, you're kind of undersized for a quarterback. And, you know, not many teams are getting a six-foot quarterback with kind of just, like, a mediocre arm. You know, I, I used to sling it a little <laughs> bit, but nothing, nothing too crazy. So, um, you I sat you. down and – I started going to camps more as a DB and all that stuff. So I felt like, yeah. It's cool. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah. As I was going to say, like you, uh, you led, you led the Juco level this year with six interceptions. Mm -hmm. if, I, if, if I read my stats right and, uh, Coffeeville, they play in the Kansas league, which, you know, for, for maybe some people out there, if you ever watched last chance, you, mm -hmm. uh, that's the same conference that they, they followed, uh, uh, pretty closely. Uh, so it's a really competitive level. You see a lot of those guys come out with D1 offers. Uh, on your team, uh, who else was getting like D1 numbers, uh, excuse me, D1 offers? You guys have a bunch of guys. Yeah, so actually uh, my roommate that just walked in, that was a safety with me right now. He, I think he had about 20 offers or somewhere in that area. And our, our whole D-line I think is committed somewhere right now to D1. Um, our corner, I think two of our linebackers and a few backups too. So our defense was pretty stacked last year. Yeah, so for a lot of people think like, oh, he's a JUCO guy, like he's probably not got talent or whatever. But that's a that's a really bad misconception mm -hmm. out there because you you get guys that go to that level for various reasons, uh, especially with the way 
that the college landscape has changed. You, you get you know, the transfer portal has definitely yeah. changed the the college yeah. college recruiting scale. So th- you got guys that would probably would have been recruited maybe four or five years ago to get D one offers, but now because people are, are going to the transfer portal first, you guys are kind of the unforgotten yeah. um, level, if you will. So how 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 hard has that been for for guys to kind of just come, come in and prove their prove their way? I mean, it, it's pretty hard. You know, we actually get a lot of bounce backs too. Guys that really didn't get anything in the portal when they hit it, so you know their best option was. But I feel like the portal really it, it takes a toll on JUCO guys because you know obviously they already been to the Division One level, so they have a they got a little step above us. But I feel like if your film your film speaks justice for itself, so if it's good, then you still gonna get, do what you got to do. Yeah, for sure. That's a great call out there with the JUCO routes. I feel like it, you know, the people like either a lot of the main tension has always been on high school recruits. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. to me, I know the transfer portal, but also the JUCO, like with, you're all, you're playing at a college level. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly. like the talent is proven more there. So it, to me, it's like it's less of a, I don't say gamble, but you're, you, but you have proven it at a larger stage, at a, a more competitive stage in mm-hmm. high school. So yeah. bringing in JUCO route, you know, Drugo players just as much as you would be transferred from another college is a big deal to me. So, um, what, what, I guess, where do you feel like your game has grown since you've been at uh, Coffeeville? Before we continue, I want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered with agents in five offices throughout Eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need. Offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjessup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. I feel like tackling, you know, I kind of was thrown into that fire early. So you didn't see they like make this tackle or get out the game. So I kind of had to learn how to come down and make a few tackles and honestly just being in a real defensive scheme, you know, coming from high school, I feel like not a lot of high schools really got an established like scheme where they in this formation that we doing this or stuff like that. So being in a real yeah. scheme, understanding, you know, what's coming at me and making tackles. Yeah. What kind of defense are you guys running out there? Uh, we're a four two five, kind of like quarter space defense. Okay. Okay. So it'll be, it'll be different going to the, 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 uh, NC three, state. Three, five. Yeah. Three, yeah. three, five. Yeah. Yeah. So as I have you um, had, what kind of conversation I guess have you had with Dorn or uh, Gibson or whoever, uh-huh. who who I guess who was your lead recruiter? I don't even know who that uh, was. It was DeFore, but honestly it was all, all of them to be honest. They did a really good yeah. job. Yeah. But that's um, awesome. So what do they say the transition would be like going from the four two five to the three three five? What are you what are your thoughts about that? Um so they want me to come in playing their strong safety that uh Fagan played last year, number four. So kind of like their post safety, yeah. high safety and uh, that's actually yeah. where I play here in the field safety. So I feel like they said my skill set kind of matches up perfectly with what what they yeah. expect for uh, that field safety to do. Yeah, and so you kind of mentioned Fagan, and you know, states lost both of their safeties, and then we lost our one of our nickels. So um, you know, there's going to be a great opportunity mm-hmm. for you to come in and, and you know really cement your spot on the squad. Um, you know, have you talked to any of the guys in, in the you know in the locker room? You know, I think. I think you took an official visit. I don't remember if yep, you did or if I did. You didn't. I did. So, uh, okay. my, yeah. So, yeah. My host was uh, Devon Betty, the linebacker. So, you know, he yep. was he was a really good host. Kind of just talking a lot of ball with him, and he said that he actually played a lot uh, 
one of his earlier years and the linebackers got hurt and then they came back. So he kind of had to take a step down and, you know, kind of let them do them because all linebacker production last year was crazy. I mean, them boys was balling yeah, out. So, so, yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that too. But, I mean, I'll tell you what, man. When you see, I don't. I mean, I know. I don't know how much you. I guess if you studied up much on NC State this past year, I don't know. Yeah, uh, you're so focused on your Coffeeville and mm-hmm. what you're doing now. I'm curious. Uh, I mean, I, I watched NC State. I kind of got into them like 21 when y'all beat Clemson. I mean, I was that was kind of yep. kind of caught my eye. Obviously, y'all was y'all was balling, but I, I kept yep. up with y'all definitely. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, cool. I was curious. That I guess was that your first experience of NC State? You're in Virginia, so you're mm-hmm. not too far away, but. What was that like for you? Was it was it really that game? Was that without the game that like man, hey, I need to start paying attention or yeah, I mean, how did that work? Honestly, it was just the defense. Like you watch the three three five, and you see all the different pressures they're getting there, and different like looks they giving, catching picks and all. It's just a fun defense to watch. So as a as a defensive back, you know, watching that, you like dang, like that that's something like real cool because three three fives ain't really you don't see too many of those working as effectively, yeah. you know, even stopping a run as yeah. as he stayed. It's definitely catching on more. Um, I know when Coach Gibson came on, I think we were only – it was only like maybe three or four programs that are really on the Division One level that, you know, the P5 that were was even running that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's something that from a fan perspective, like if you've never seen it, it's like, okay, how does this work? It took me probably – I mean, I'm still trying to figure it out, but I mean, <laughs> I at least have a somewhat understanding of it after the last couple of years. But uh, I guess what – what about that defense just really gets you excited? Like, is it because like, cause you, you seem like a pretty physical guy from some of the tape I've looked at. I think you do such a great job of both ball hawking and playing up in the box. So like, like, what do you, what are you excited about that defense? I'm excited for the pass rush, honestly, all those different pressure, you know, pass, oh, yeah? pass rush kind of like a DB's best friend, you know, get them pressures, help mm-hmm. us. We help y'all out, catch picks and pass rush and, Different, like the different looks and coverage. He was showing me some of the film and safety disguising real good, kind of showing one thing and then spinning back, going high, playing coverage on the side. So that that that's what excites me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I was. Um, I, I could see that. I know with the, with uh, Tanner Ingle was a safety we had, and he mm-hmm. really played a lot in that regard. He had a lot of blitzes. He would run yeah. from the safety position yeah. and. Uh, I could see that with your film too. I mean, there's some hits on your on your huddle tape that was like, man, he's he's laying the wood right here. Yeah. He's really, really hitting hard. So, well, that's cool, man. Well, I mean, I, I I'm really I'm really excited that you are coming to NC State. And uh, for the NC State fans watching this episode, we're gonna kick it over at episode two here in a second, just so we can, uh, you know, get to talk more about NC State, how fit uh, Bishop is, uh, learn more about them and what that looks like him blending into the team. But, um, yeah, Bishop, we're really excited that you you come to be part of NC state committed mm-hmm. and uh, for the NC state fans though, thank you for you know checking out this episode. Be sure to like and subscribe to this channel and uh, share with you all your, with all the NC state Wolfpack nation so we can get them to know Bishop and yeah. uh, you know, and just introduce him as a big part of the NC state defense this upcoming season. So with that being said, guys, thank you so much and go pack. Mm-hmm.